You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And speaking of growth, that is what it's all about, because here we are in our mini-series where we get the inside track from the UA experts at Marketing Ninjas on how they move the needle on mobile growth. That is success that has earned them, amongst other things, the title of Mobile Hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. And we kick off today with our guest. He is Lamit Patel, Vice President of Growth at uh, IMVU, and Lamit's team is responsible for driving user acquisition, retention, and monetization across all mobile and web platforms. And Lamit, it's just a pleasure to have you here on the show today. Thanks for joining me. Sure, Peggy. It's a pleasure to be here. And as I said, IMVU, it's known to me and maybe many out there as sort of be, you know, depending on if you spent much of your life in, uh, uh, in, in Second Life, right? Uh, 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 maybe you can explain a little bit about IMVU just at, this, at the top, and then we can dive into some of your, uh, you know, successful growth strategies and uh, recommendations for our listeners. Sure. <clears throat> IMVU is the leading avatar-based social networking app that connects people in a way that is fun, creative, and meaningful. We initially had started um, on the desktop about 14 years ago and created a successful social networking app. And over the last couple of years, we took the best of the user um, experience from desktop and created a a mobile-centric experience on the iOS and Android app. And... Now we're currently rated as one of the top three grossing social networking apps in the App Store. Well, there you go. I mean, you've done it, Lamet, as far as I'm concerned. So we have you on the show. It's a good match because it's part of that that success that I want to hear about. And um, 
just at the just to just step back for a moment because you know you being a veteran in this area you know you obviously know your user acquisition you've helped drive growth at early stage startups including Roku uh, Trusted ID which is acquired by Equifax Texture acquired by Apple Earthlink if you take a step back and you look at app marketers today what do you see as being I wouldn't say the mistake that we're making but you know user acquisition has progressed, and I'm not quite certain if our approach to user acquisition has also progressed. What's your take on that? Hi, Peggy. That's a great question. And um, what I've learned being, in grow- being involved in growth for over 15 years is that generally um, companies um, focus a lot more on the paid acquisition side and not that much on the retention side. But um, in order to really build a successful long-term business, uh, growth um, acquisition strategy, you have to pay equal attention to both sides of that equation. And and by getting better at retention early, rather than sort of making that more of an afterthought, it really gives you a competitive advantage on the acquisition side because it enables you to have better conversion rates on and to optimize users better when they, when they come in into your product so that um, by having better conversion rates to depending on, for me, most of the good in users to, to paid users. And so by having a better conversion rate on doing that enables us to get more competitive on how much we can pay on bids, which again, unlocks more opportunities for us on the different channels that we can go into to drive more new users into the top of the funnel to start off with. I mean, that makes perfect sense because that's also what I'm hearing a lot out there in the industry. You know, it's about figuring out the key characteristics of high-value users very, very early on. So what you're doing is you're saying, okay, I might pay a little bit more, as to your point about bids, you know, I might pay a little more for these users, but they are going to be worth it in the end because everything else I know in the data, everything else I know about my app and everything else I know about marketing just adds together and says, hey, this is the target audience. This is the one. And this is what you're also doing at IMVU. Maybe you can share a little bit of how you're experimenting, you know, trying to to find those valuable users very, very early on so that later on you can really convert them into, you know, what's going to pay, literally, dividends for your app. Yeah, so for us, um, the, the way we're approaching um, user, paid user acquisition is, is, is first to really look at the um, look at the data to really identify, you know, you know what does a good user really mean to mm-hmm. us, and and for us um, the 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 two key goals that we try to optimize to when it um, when it comes to mobile marketing is is really to try and um, drive users that not only sort of make a purchase within the first seven days after installing an app, but also are likely to engage in the product beyond that as well, because because we're a social network. And so we want people to come in that mm-hmm. aren't just going to pay, but also be able to provide value into the network by engaging and making friends and, um, and, and initiating um, in, in our different chat rooms. Mm-hmm. And 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 getting, getting involved deeper into the whole ecosystem around the IMVU social network. 
So, and so what I'm hearing the- here, Lam, yeah. for just a moment, I mean, what I'm hearing here is that, you know, a, a, a valuable user for you is someone who's going to be engaged um, and, you know, and make the most of your network and make the most of what you're offering your network. What are some sure signs of a valuable user then? I mean, is it they engage within, you know, one day of using the app or uh, what? Yeah, so for us, um, you know, what we find is that, you know, you know, a good user gets engaged pretty quickly into, mm-hmm. in, into our app within the first day. So, so there's certain um, predictive behaviors that they will do. One is after, after they've registered, they, they will start to customize their avatar. They, we give all new users 2,000 free credits to get started. And so mm-hmm. w- one of the best uh, early indicators for us is that they're actually starting to redeem those credits. So that's that's one thing. And to redeem those credits, they actually go into um, our shop, shopping area and start sort of picking out different outfits to sort of um, customize the avatar. And then after that, once they've customized the avatar, the next thing most new users start to do is to start exploring different chat rooms, and mm-hmm. and and once they start participating in into some of the chat rooms, the next thing that that happens is they'll start making some friends, and and once they start making friends, then it sort of starts the virtuous cycle where 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 they'll start um, engaging more with the friends and and. And and once they start engaging with the friends, they'll they'll start having more shared experiences within within the network, and and the other and and what that leads to is people start posting more of the photos that they have of themselves and of their friends onto a, onto a feed that we have on IMBU, which then helps to elevate and give them more visibility to other p- users in the network, and 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 continues to help get them more popular within within the IMBU social network. Okay, so what I'm hearing here is, uh, as you put it, you know, when you're looking for a highly engaged user, because that's the sign of a of a potentially highly valuable user. In your case, it's literally, you know, looking at that engagement, looking at these uh, indications that these are users that are going to uh, ultimately um, interact. Uh, in the app, interact with the community and interact and, and give back to the community because that's how you're going to, uh, well, to monetize that audience, as I'm hearing. Is that is that in a nutshell, is that what you're up to then, Lamed? Or does, that, does that describe your strategy? Yes, that does. Okay. Well, and, I was and, listening very well yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 so, and, and so then, you know, uh, for the most part, you know, you know, you know, a lot of our paid acquisition is really based on on taking the audiences that really engage well and, and end up becoming really good lifetime value for us users and building lookalike models of those audiences within the different like networks where we go to buy and mm-hmm. and acquire users. 
Well, perfect. And that's a great segue to break because uh, we have to go to break right now, Lomit. But when we get back, you know, we've talked about the role of retention in helping you get the most mileage out of your growth strategy, out of your UA strategy. And when we return, we'll be talking more about retention, but also looking a little bit into lifting the lid on that black box we know as uh, the universal app campaign from Google. So we'll have tips about that. So don't go away, users, listeners rather. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. AM Days 2018 comes to Las Vegas, May 16th and 17th. Register now at amdays.com. Make the most of your performance marketing with help from some of the most iconic brands, including Microsoft, Capital One, Uber, Backcountry, and many more. AM Days 2018 brings together a powerhouse of industry leaders and dealmakers to network and share insights on the latest practices and cutting-edge updates in performance marketing and more. Make plans to be in Las Vegas for our landmark 10th event. AM Days 2018 Las Vegas, May 16th and 17th. Webmaster Radio listeners can save 20% on two-day and combo passes using promo code WMR20. Register now at amdays.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And today, my guest, Vice President of Growth for IMVU, Lamet Patel. Lamet. Great to have you on the show. And right before the break, we were talking about your own experience with retention. And you have sharpened your focus on retention. And obviously, at IMVU, it's paying off in some way because you are understanding and identifying those highly engaged users early on in the funnel, as you put it. What is the payoff for you over at IMVU? Sure, Peggy. So um, so for us, um, um, there's been a couple of experiments that we've ran recently um, that, that I'd love to share with you and, and mm-hmm. the audience. Um, the The first one is around a new home screen that we A/B tested in our app, and and just just to, just to level set some expectations. Um, prior prior to um, to this experiment, 
when when anybody knew who came to INBU, um, they used to all land on this area that we call the feed, um, mm-hmm. the social feed. But 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 there wasn't really a lot of context for these new users on what to do next, and um, and what we wanted to do was to develop a new dashboard to provide contextually relevant content as guidance. So every new user that got into IMBU within the first seven days would land on the dashboard where we were able to, um, to, to A-B test the different content that we wanted to populate to those new users to provide guidance on how to redeem their credits, on, mm-hmm. on where to go to make friends, on recommendations around different chat rooms, and tips on on how to customize their avatar and how how to post um, photos on their feed, and what we found when we ran the A/B test on on with this new contextually relevant um, home screen dashboard versus where people uh, were coming before, we found overall that we were able to lead users to engage in higher on on sharing on their feed, on, on making purchases and make and engaging more in chat rooms. But the overall impact was a 5% improvement in our short-term retention over Mm -hmm. the first seven days. And I know that 5% may not sound a lot to some people, but for us, it was definitely meaningful because we get several million new users coming to our app every month. So being able to retain an additional 100,000 new users. That makes a difference. Makes makes a pretty big difference to our business. And so the key learning learning from that experiment for us was was twofold. One was that, that providing better guidance obviously led to a better user experience, which led to people getting to know the product better and, and helping short-term retention. But the other thing that we did too, when we built that dashboard, we built it in an iterative way where it, where even though it took a lot more work by, by working cross-functionally with the product and engineering and design team um, up front, but now, you know, it's really easy because we work with Lean Plum to be able to execute a number of different tests really quickly to really figure out you know, how can we continue to find those small iterative wins to continue to improve that user experience for the for new users coming into the app? And, and that then, makes a lot of yeah, sense, by the way, because what you're doing is you're improving, vastly improving your onboarding experience, and you're also, you know, starting conversations in a way with with your users. That interaction. You said you're using Lean Plum. How 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 precisely are you using that there? So, so, so we, so we've been using Lean Plum as our automation and A/B testing tool for mm-hmm. over a year now. But for the most part, you know, you know, when we, uh, when we started, you know, a, a lot more of our focus was on acquisition. So we didn't really do a lot of in-app experience A/B testing. It was more around um, um, using Lean Plum for for doing our in-app and push notifications mm-hmm. to try and um, engage with new users that were coming to the app. 
but but what we come to find out is that you know that for the most part you have this small um, opportunity within the first seven days where 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 people have downloaded your app and 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 for the most part that they're dormant so you know you have to really make those moments count when they're inside your app and the and you and the best way to do that is really creating mobile centric user experiences to get them hooked versus trying to rely on you know hitting them up with emails and push and in-app notifications you've got to really make them those moments count when they're actually in your app, which is why we went mm-hmm. to this approach of coming up with this dashboard. Well, and, that makes perfect sense, helped. by the way, because that's about, you know, orchestrating that experience. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was also curious, Lamet, you know, talking about what you use different tools for and what they're good for in your strategy, and, and you have such an effective strategy. Um, what do you use uh, Liftoff for, by the way? So Liftoff is actually one of our... Um, 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 strong partners for user acquisition, and mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, currently we use them a lot. Uh, you know, outside of um, outside of our usual suspects, which is um, um, Google and Facebook and Snapchat, um, Liftoff is, is is one of our other um, biggest acquisition channel um, that we have, and one of the other things we're ex- starting to explore with them is also how to leverage them for our retargeting efforts as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting to hear from, you know, the tools you're using and how you're using them because then you, you know, as you are seasoned and you you've, you you know your stuff here, otherwise you wouldn't be on our show, right, Lamet? No, I'm just kidding. But no, but, you know, it's good to have that, that, that very down-to-earth uh, sort of practical advice. And uh, you have also been sharing your advice, which I really think is a good thing. You've been talking in the industry. I've seen you at uh, events and conferences where I've been at. And you also have a recent blog post uh, where you also share how you were able to scale up uh, Google UAC, Universal App Campaign, and make it your number one paid UA channel. Um it's uh, it's not an easy task. We can't go into it all right now, but I would like to have an idea of how you approached Google UAC because it's not the easiest one to crack, and you obviously have done that. So what do you start with? What is maybe a couple of the best practices you can share? Sure. Um, so for us, um, when, when, when it came to cracking the code on on Google UAC, the first thing was really um, being comfortable with being with the unknown and and trying to embrace kind of you know what's the best strategic approach to take um, versus the way we used to sort of um, buy on Google prior to um, them moving um, everybody over to UAC. And so what we found, and, and, we, and we started experimenting a couple of months before they forced all the advertisers to move over just to try and get a feel for, you know, what, what's going to work and what's not so that we don't end up having a, uh, a huge negative impact once we were forced to move over. And so in terms of best practices, um, there's three things I'd just like to call out that, that we learned um, along the way. The first is um, picking the right campaign goal. With UAC, there's there's really two options. 
you can either optimize um, towards installs or you can optimize towards um, specific in-app actions. And so for us, we actually tested all tested all of that. We tested installs, and in terms of actions, we tested um, optimizing users towards registrations as well as towards a purchase event in the app. And for us, because our focus is on driving um, um, high-quality users that end up becoming payers, um, we found that the purchase event worked better for us um, versus some of the other actions. But my recommendation for anybody doing UAC is try try to try to test a couple of different actions. Try to um, pick a couple of different campaign goals to really figure out you know w- which ones might work better for you. Because for some, from my experience talking to other advertisers, some people have found optimizing towards an earlier goal in the um, in the funnel works better, but for others optimizing towards a, uh, a goal later on in the funnel works better. Mm-hmm. The second thing, and, and more importantly, you know, for us was um, trying to sort of figure out kind of what's the right bids and budget that we want to use in this campaign. And what we came to realize, uh, we're, we're pretty fortunate because we have a really good um, dedicated account team at Google was that it when when it comes to UAC um, because it's all around uh, machine learning and algorithms, the, the best way to get the Google um, algorithms to really optimize towards your goals is to make sure that you're putting in enough of those um, purchase data to mm-hmm. so that the system can get smarter around really identifying what your goals are and the optimal number needs to be around 30 to 40 a day. And so what we ended well, up doing... I just want to stop the you there for a moment, Lamet, because we have to sort of digest that for a moment. Um, and we are going to break. But, you know, just to sum up, as you put it, um, you know, it's uh, it's about teaching to help you in your acquisition. And uh, as you stated, 30 to 40 in-app purchase events per day seems to be the golden number. So I have to stop you right there. But uh, don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. 
TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hey, hello, and welcome back to Mobile Presence. We are back. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And our guest today is Lamit Patel. He is Vice President of Growth at IMVU. And Lamit, right before the break, you were you know, being very gracious and sharing some of your top tips about how to successfully scale up a Google UAC campaign. Now, we got past the idea that you have to pick the right campaign goal really important. No matter what it is, you have to be clear about that because Google is learning with you. Set the right budgets. Set the right bids. Again, Google is learning with you and you found out your experience was 30 to 40 IAP events per day. So that is the background. What are some more tips that you can give us? For example, on the topic of bids and budgets, is there anything that you did to boost that performance even better than you would perhaps with AdWords? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so one other um, thing that I wanted to call out to when it comes to bids and budgets is that, um, you know, um, the, the goal is to really get Google to, to learn as quickly as possible. And the best way to do that for us was that, we made a conscious decision that we were going to run and bid twice as much as we normally would bid on specific actions, like getting a pair, even though we know that it wasn't cost effective for us. But, but strategically, the goal was to try and accelerate the amount of purchase events that Google would get from us. And, and, and so by doing that, it would help Google get smarter faster versus trying to sort of prolong that over typically like two to four weeks. We wanted to try and achieve that within two weeks so that we would be able to optimize and, and, and start seeing the trend turning and, and becoming cost effective for us. And so what we ended up doing was, you know, we we doubled our uh, the amount we were willing to pay for a purchase event on Google for the first two weeks, and we also uh, doubled the budget, our daily budget cap as well, and mm-hmm. that really enabled Google to to accelerate. And what we found was what 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 we're we're hoping to find based on the feedback from the Google team, which is after two weeks we kind of hit this leveling point where where the cost kind of peaked, but then they started to trend slowly coming down. And by week four to six, we were actually driving more 
new purchasers than we were previously in the old campaign that we had on Google at a much lower cost to acquire those those purchases. So the CPAs had come down even and and so I would definitely recommend that as well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to 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 be aggressive up front just just to try and get the learnings. And then one other thing um and I think the most important thing on Google is that you know ultimately you know you real you, you know the the system is as smart as the data it gets and so you know um the one thing the the third thing that we've found but but also one of the most important wearables that makes a big difference is is creative because it gives you the competitive advantage because on google um creative that gets the higher click through rate is the one that ends up paying less on on bids oh, in, okay on on the um on the universal app campaign marketplace because that's how google makes money because it's you know the more people that click the ads the 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 higher the quality score and the relevancy, the less you have to pay. Similar to the way it works on the AdWords program. And yeah, I mean, so, I, I knew that Patel, but what's uh, Lomit rather? I knew that, but what's interesting, what you're bringing out is that you know to to make the most out of that, it means to optimize towards the best performing creatives from the from the get-go and really be teaching this machine learning system to 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 get you the best results what did you find out from your campaigns did you find out that there were any formats that work better than any others yes um so 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 what we ended up doing is we ended up putting in all the formats that google was willing to take and and let google kind of run the gamut to really kind of let us identify which formats would work better. And so what we ended up finding out for us, um, videos perform much better than display um, mm-hmm. inventory. But but even within the video, uh, for the most part, we used to run a lot of um, landscape videos. And, um, and once we started, and, and we just tested putting in landscape, and portrait videos into Google, and it, and 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 within like 48, within like 24 to 48 hours, we just saw a, a a big uptick in our performance on video, and and we started getting a lot more impression share that we weren't able to get access to, and so what we found out, um, and 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 this was talking to our Google team as well, who verified it, is that the Running portrait videos on Google unlocks a lot of um, inventory within the mobile display network, which a lot of advertisers haven't been taken advantage of. Um, mm-hmm. And and even today, it still continues to be a really good performer for us running portrait videos. And for the most part, there's there's less competition on that, and. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 it and 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 there's a lot of um, re- really good quality inventory available. Mm-hmm. Well, this is also some really good quality advice as well, it Because when you think about it, you know it's about. Um, uh, not just utilizing the right uh, creative mix as you write in your blog, but also you know always thinking that you need to. Um, scale up the campaigns by increasing the amount of data and insights you're giving 
um, Google in the process, and that's what you did. And of course, it did pay off for you because I'm reading here uh, new payer growth up 67%, ROI growth up 18%, um, CPA improvement up 56%. So some really solid numbers. Just in a nutshell, Lamet, were you surprised? Um, I I was a little surprised, um, having um, but you know I would, I would I would say the biggest surprise was really um, in, you know um, Google was on was our uh, second biggest paid acquisition channel and 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 it, and it was um, and there was a pretty big distance between between Google and Facebook which was our biggest channel um, for acquisition and you know. With these results, um, we've been we overall we've ended up scaling up Google into becoming our biggest paid acquisition channel, and so that was really the surprise for us that that it's even become more important to us than Facebook. That is a big surprise because we all know Facebook, you know, is the one that we always hear about for for user acquisition. So, Lamit, you've been, you know, very helpful in, in sharing your tips here, and I'm sure that uh, listeners will want to also stay in touch with you. I mean, you've written one blog. You may be writing others. How can they keep in touch with what's going on with you or over at IMVU? Sure, Peggy. I would say the best way to, to connect with me is on LinkedIn, um, you know, just just search for search for my name, Lamit Patel, and um, I'm happy to connect with anyone who reaches out to me because um, I'm always posting. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of things that we continue to learn and test. Um, I always like to share on LinkedIn, and that's normally the best place to stay in touch with me. Okay. And of course, uh, you can keep in touch with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor at Mobile Presence by emailing me, Peggy, Peggy at mobilegroove.com. And the next weeks will be jam-packed with more mobile heroes with more amazing stories about how they have been able to move the needle on their app. So if you want to read up on Lomit or any of the other mobile heroes in the series, you can check out their dedicated page over at heroes.liftoff.io. And so that, my friends, is another wrap of another episode of Mobile Presence. Be sure to check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile. So make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.